Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe, and to the left of me is my man. It's Meeks in the building. Right, What's up, man? I'm Meeks walked in and was like, I'm two for three, man. I'm two for three. Like, what man. are you talking about? He's like, man, he's got, got the got the second one out the door. Had Two his second, down, one to go. Second daughter from high school graduated today, man. Yeah, Big man. congrats to you, brother. I appreciate that, homie. It's been a long Woo! fucking day, man. Wow, man. That's uh, ill. My daughter goes to school in Southwest Atlanta. Her graduation was <laughs> on Sugarloaf Parkway. <laughs> This morning, I don't understand that. I don't either. What's uh, the science behind that? Uh, you know what, man? I I think um, <laughs> there's not a facility in the Southwest okay. capable of doing that outside. I think it used to be the World Congress Center. Okay, but you know, you have to really like schedule that out. Okay, they have a lot of shit going on. Right, and then. You also could have done the Georgia Dome, but that's gone. And yeah, that's I'm sure right. the Mercedes-Benz Stadium ain't with that That's bullshit. a pretty penny right now, right? Yeah, so I think all the Fulton County schools are going up to the Infinite Energy Arena. Up in gotcha. Gwinnett. Yeah, so. Damn, that's I mean, crazy. But it, 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 it works out, man, because you don't have to do that ticketing thing where, you know, you have to limit the amount of people you can invite. All your fucking oh. family can come out. Oh, because you know it's massive. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it it covered everybody. That's dope. Um, but yeah, man, it was uh, it was a it was a good it was a good time, man. I'm sitting there reminiscing on my own graduation and marching out and sitting down and looking That's up dope. in the stands to find your family and all that shit. It's crazy, and your mom showed up too, right? My mom showed up last. Did she surprise night. everybody? Did she tell anybody she, she was coming? She actually kind of surprised oh, me. Oh, did she? All yeah, right. but she sent me a text. Yesterday, okay. can you pick me up from the airport at eleven forty p.m. tonight? <laughs> I said yes, ma'am. I'll be there. Of course, I can. I was right there, dude. Well, she didn't have to ask the question. She just told you. Nah, she. Yes, just, mama, I'll yeah, be there. I'll be there. So that was that was dope. And my daughter was pleasantly surprised by that. Word. So All right. It's been a good weekend, man. Ooh, been a full big jazz. Woo, it's been a full man. weekend, man. Congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah, man. So, uh, what's up All with you? Right. What you Shit, getting into? I'm just, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I was in D.C. actually last week. D.C. Yeah. and Baltimore. I was running myself fucking ragged last week up there. Taking care of some B.I. Taking care of some business. And uh, I got back thir- late Thursday night. Yeah. And uh, you know what? We didn't act. We actually didn't have shit going on this weekend, which is amazing. That's a great weekend for you. I mean, there was still shit going on, but it was I know, just like but it wasn't the the same. Yeah, it wasn't level. crazy. Yeah. yeah, my son didn't have a basketball tournament. Yeah, uh, I think there were actually two birthday parties. You know, but that yeah. that, that was pretty lightweight. That's light work. You know, yeah. uh, shit. The wife and I got to go out to eat last night by That's ourselves. We had a babysitter and shit. That's and what's uh, up. man, today I got the mother along. Hey man. So hey, you know. That's a winning weekend right there, man. There's nothing wrong weekend. with that. And then we sitting here right here tonight. It's yeah, man, all just good. doing some rap shit, you know? Yeah, man. So, yeah, can't beat it. Man. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, so without any further ado, before we get into it, before we talk to the gentleman we got on the phone with us tonight. Before we do anything, uh, we can you give me a heads up when you do crazy shit like you did on Thursday? Um, yeah, my mama surprised me, but you surprised the shit oh, out yeah, of me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love Thursday, doing that shit. man. Yo, episode 163 of Southern Vanguard Radio. Yeah, drop that out of nowhere. 
on <laughs> May the 17th <laughs> on your stinking ass. Yeah, man. We ain't tell y'all about that. Hell, how could we? Yeah, I didn't even tell Meeks about it. <laughs> how could we? Meeks didn't even know. That shit yeah, was yeah. fresh. So, so, we didn't, so we didn't have an interview session last week <laughs> because last weekend was Mother's Day. Yeah. And then I had a dumb early flight out to D.C. That's on right. Tuesday. That's right. And so we just did the mix show. And, uh, and got the fuck you know, up out of yeah, here. Yeah, and I, we had to get up out of here. Yeah. So uh, so I actually had the uh, the set uh, when I played at WREK Georgia Tech Radio. That earlier that week, Yeah, right? two, two weeks ago. Two yeah, weeks yeah, ago. two okay. weeks ago. Okay. So I was like, man, you know, J57 was on that joint. Uh, PR Heavy from Gainesville, uh, I'm sorry, from Greenville, South Carolina was yeah. in town, and Melee Rec came through. There was a freestyle session on that joint. Yeah. The set was just good. That, you know, uh, thankfully, it had a lot of radio edits that were that were dope that right, week. Right, and I was right. like, man, fuck it. Let's just drop this on their ass. So, That's what's up, man. So, yeah, man. So, uh, so, actually, last week, we did drop twice a week. There wasn't an interview session. Still twice a week on y'all. But there ass. were two mixes that you can go back and get last That's week 162 up. and 163. Shout so, out to the Wrecking Crew All Stars, yeah, man. Yeah, Shout Ran out to Rand Mo. Yeah, Techniques Radio Techniques every Thursday. Radio, Georgia Tech Radio. Yo, this is ill. Every Thursday sent from 9 to 11 since 1986, 86. dude. Who does that? 1986 in Atlanta, Georgia. That's Who fucking does that? wild, man. Who does that? W-R-E-K, 91.1 FM. So, yeah, anyway. So, so, so big up to Rambo and W-R-E-K.org. Wrecking Crew All-Stars and all those guys. All right. So, no doubt. Uh, this is the first time you're listening. Welcome to Southern, Southern Vanguard Radio. Welcome, as we say. Wow, twice on. a week meets, twice a week those. Come Tuesdays is a mixed show. Thursdays is an interview session. Sit a spell. Uh, sit, sit a spell with us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last week we didn't have an interview session, but like for example, the week before we had Smooth. Um, uh, uh, who do we have the week before that? I can't remember. I'm having a brain fart. Anyway, just just a litany of of of, of guests that you want to get to know more about. Uh, those interview sessions drop on Thursday, so you can follow us. Elo on, Kush was in there. Yeah, Elo Kush was on there. Uh, yeah. We did ID Four Wins yeah. with my with my with my new project drop with him a couple uh, about a month ago. No doubt. Uh, shit, who else have we, have we done lately? Hey, look, there's tons of them. There's a lot you of them. You know this a lot, of, a lot of them. All right, so anyway, Get on it. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, MixCloud, SoundCloud, and we have some affiliates, too. Yeah, right? Soul Public Radio out on the West Coast. What's up, X-Row? Uh, yeah. ATLHipHop.com right here in Atlanta. I am ClassicRawRadio.net. And return of the boom bap WRBB. Yeah. Both of those in ATL. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. So without any further ado, let's get down on an interview session. This gentleman has been very patient tonight, dealing yes. with all the dad biz that Meeks has had to handle and just, you know, just the general fuckery that we have to deal with on no a day to day basis. So without any further ado, yes. the one and only Napoleon the legend. He's a legend. Woo! Cause his name says he is. <laughs> exactly. What up? What up? What up? Napoleon, go. what's good, man? Napoleon, what's good, man? Happy to be here, man. Happy to be here, man. That's what's up. You know what I mean, yeah, we've been uh, we've been playing a number of joints, uh, you know, uh, over the history of this podcast here, Napoleon. So it's glad to finally have oh, you wow. on the show, man. Yeah, for sure. Nah, it's my, my, I'm honored to be out here, man. You know what I mean? I, I fuck with, with what y'all bring into the table, man, and oh. I appreciate the. The platform, you know? That's what's up. Word. Napoleon, I'm going to jump on in, man. Uh, just looking off top, you got to be the most culturally diverse artist we've had on here. Uh, in a minute, that's for sure. Paris born, East African, yeah. and Washington, D.C. Yeah. raised, Brooklyn-based lyricist. 
talk to me yeah. about the gumbo recipe that that is right <laughs> there. Like what what what's what's all in that, man? How do you how do you how do you navigate <laughs> all that? How do you how do you how do you combine all of that? What's the, what's what 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 could potentially come from that mixture? Well, I be I be I be telling you, I I be I could tell you this is something very unique, and and I'm just I'm kind of discovering it as I go along. Okay, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you know, you can't really you put a finger through, on it, man. Like when when you go, like it's like asking a lion, does he know he's a lion? No, he's like he's a lion. You know what I'm saying? And then, but it's like then you realize sometimes you might look at what you're doing, or you, you might take a step back from different things. I'm like, yeah, my experience is kind of different from the norm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and slowly but surely, as as you know, as I find my voice and and and, and I, I experience a lot of things, I'm putting in more and more of my music, and, and, okay. and it's really. It's really becoming my signature, you know what I'm saying? Because I I come to own it. Because you you grow up sometimes feeling a little confused, you know. Yeah. It's like you're 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 you're, you're born in Paris, France. You come. I came to, to my family came to Washington D.C. I was four years old. Growing up, it's a culture shock. Yeah. And at some point, you don't really know kind of who you are because at school, you know, you're like an American kid. But then you come home, it's an African fan. It's an African household with the, that type of values and cultures. Right. So it's just like it's 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 a little weird, but at the same time, it's just like now, I'm only realizing like now how unique it is. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's what's up. So so Napoleon, you you dropped a, a uh, speaking of you know just um I guess figuring out who you are. You dropped a really um I guess kind of uh, different or. I don't know. It seems like you kind of went into a new lane this week with the release of Afro Street, right? Afro Street. Yeah. Tell us about yeah, that, man. Uh, yeah, man. It's like um, I always, you know, been a long time coming. I wanted on with to reconnect really with my roots, with my African roots, through the music. Mm. Because people have come to know me for, you know, having bars, being lyrical, you know, all my social commentary you know, rhyming on a lot of boom, bad beats and all that, that type of stuff. You know, I experiment a lot, but I think there's a whole part of me that people didn't know. And for me, it, it something inside of me compelled me to put it out there. Like, yo, you know what? Yo, I, I'm from Africa. You know, I've been there in my household. This is also part of my, the rhythms that are in my head. You know what I'm saying? I listen mm-hmm. to Caribbean music. I listen to African music. And I could, you know, I'm like a chameleon when it comes to, to, to the way that I rhyme and I flow. And it was something for me, I felt like it was important, a part of my identity as an artist that I wanted to show out there, you know? And at the same time, I, I, I always want to have fun, you know? And, and a lot of my music has been serious coming up in my career. And, you know, it's, you know, I want to have a little bit of a good time and just, just right. switch my thoughts before I jump back into something like more serious later on. Right. You know, what was dope about it is when I, um, when I saw that it dropped this past week, I, I clicked on the link for, well, I, I'm a Apple music subscriber, right? So you go to Apple music and you click on the album and what, what comes up is the descriptor under the album. It says, it doesn't say hip hop and rap. It says mm-hmm. world, like world music. World music. That's dope. I know about that personally from listening to, to WRFG over the years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's uh-huh. uh, there's certain, um, there's certain shows that, you know, 
you know, they got Afrobeat, they got world, right. world yeah, music, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, so, I mean, having said that, like, let's let's go through mm-hmm. these four things right here. What role does Paris play in your your music by today's standards? Uh, Paris uh, is where I was born, so Paris is very is a very you know it's a big city, similar to New York where I'm I'm at now, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's just, you know, in an urban setting, you know, in the inner cities in Paris where I was born, it was kind of like, um, it just, it just set the tone where I, you know, I'm, 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 it's urban, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not like I was born in East Africa in, in the village where my parents were from, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I always had that urban side real early. Yeah, I always remember, uh, dang dads talking about some real hoods in Paris. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah! Don't he, get it twisted. He, got, I, I, he I went over there, and got fucked up. <laughs> he did. I remember that story. <laughs> that shit was crazy. He's not the only one, though. You know what I mean? To, he's not the only one. A lot of rappers, like well-known American rappers, you know, had to do the knowledge because a lot of them got caught out there and were, we didn't know what to expect. I, I guess now they they kind of know what they're dealing with. So, yeah. but yeah, it's a lot of hood. It's like it's like the UK. It's like being in Brixton right. down in London. It's the yeah. same thing. Right. There, there's pockets. There's a city that's real glamorous that side, and there's the other side which is not not so glamorous. There's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of like project buildings and things like that. Yeah. So note to self, homie, when we go to Paris, we got to check in with the, yeah, with yeah. the Paris OGs, man. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Fucked let let up me over know. I, 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 oh, you I'm got us? Okay, man. that's what it is. We, we got a <laughs> yeah, pass. No, nah, but and that, that's not to say you're entering the war zone. But don't oh, no, wrong, no, but not it, at all. But it's, but it's, it's, it's real over there. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's real. And yo, you um you dropped something on a, a French label, uh, Media Pop over there, right? I, I'm, I've heard of that label. Yeah. Like... Um. What? What else? What? What other artists do they mess with over there? Yo, I don't. I, to be honest with you, I don't know the label either because I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't do it directly through them. What happened was last year. Um, I had put out Stillish mixtape. Uh, one and two, 2016, and mm-hmm. I went on a Stillish mixtape tour early 2017, and uh, on my tour. I, I went to a city in France called Melouz, which is close to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And DJ Scrib, who actually I was just with him because he's visiting New York right now. Shout out to him. All right. He 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 like you know he enlisted me to do a few joints with him. I said y'all do it with you. And lo and behold, you know we probably did that 2017. He he, he made it into an EP. He got a few well-known producers out there to do remixes on it. Okay. And you know. He made it into an EP, and that's the label he was dealing with. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really deal with them uh, okay. directly like that. Yeah, I, I, de- I dealt with DJ Script. Okay, got you. And it ended up coming out on Media Pop. That's what's up. Exactly, and okay. it, it was a you know the beautiful vinyl CD. I didn't expect all that when I did that with him. And it's like you know, they really they really did something. They, did they made kind of something out of nothing. That's what's up. And you uh you briefly mentioned um you know growing up in an East African household. So what uh yeah. what 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 part does uh does East Africa play in your music? Is that where the mu- the uh, world music influence comes from? Yeah, like the rhythms, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. A lot of African music, like Sakus, Coupe de Calais, like uh, a lot of different different rhythms. I listen to a lot of reggae. Yeah, I mean soulful music too. Like you know, we listen to all that you know oh, yeah. American stuff too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but you know the food, the food different. You know spicy food. Yeah, you know they're probably a little bit more. I would say 
from my my experience with African families, because I had a lot of friends too that are African, like from Cameroon, from Gabon. Like I felt like our parents were were a little bit stricter. Okay. Than mm. than than the average. It's just like we knew we, there was a line not to cross. So we wild out when we was outside the crib. When we was at the house, oh, uh, it was like <laughs> better be on your P's really and Q's. Around. Yeah. Is uh, so we, 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 is, I'm sorry. Is is jollof rice part of the the the, the cuisine? <laughs> jollof, not where I'm from. In okay. There's something called mataba. Okay. But I know. I know jollof. And you know my fit. There's a lot of African um, African dishes that we used to eat. You know what I'm saying okay. different ones, but it's not native to the Comoros, which is where I'm from. Okay, that's what's up. And how about mm-hmm. DC, man? You uh, don't, tell me you got you you fucking with a little go go in your shit or, or something <laughs> like that. That that too, brother. That okay. too, hundred okay. percent. Oh, yeah. Like I grew I grew up in DC, so like you know on the radio stations we used to hear go go. And then we used to go to the parties, you know what I'm yeah. saying, at the, at the clubs over there. There was always like a, a go-go part in a party or a room that was dedicated to that. To so we yeah. definitely wilding out. We'd have fun with the girls because they, 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 they would get buck wild up in there. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> no doubt. I but know that firsthand. The thing is, go-go reminded me of like African style. Really, oh, absolutely. Because percussion. it's like a lot of percussion yeah. and everything. So it's like, no doubt. it kind of felt at home, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, probably yeah. the most serious of all of the four facets is Brooklyn. Now this is where the Brooklyn shit get kind of hectic, right? So, so Well yeah, because Yeah, go ahead. What it was what it was is that, you know, I felt like I was I I felt like I hit like a wall out in and you know, I was in Maryland too, like PG County, Maryland, DC. Mm-hmm. I was I was like back and forth. And it's right next to each other. But it was a point where I'm like, I didn't feel like I was going nowhere and, and I didn't feel like also that I was giving myself the best chance. You know, sometimes you want something but you're like, Am I doing that really am I really being honestly doing everything I can and get what I want? And I'm like, yo, I need to break out of here. No doubt. And it made sense with my style of music to to just go to New York and just give it a shot. Like yeah. get in the mix. Cause yeah. DC is a political city. Like when I was living in DC it wasn't really too many artists that were really popping. Now there's more, but at Absolutely. the time when I was when I was coming up, it wasn't too many artists that were really popping on a national level. Right. So New York was that move, and really, New York really taught me that the work ethic, and also taught me the game. Okay. Like being around dudes that 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 do it and that have done it, like legends, people that are touring, people that are buzzing. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a different ball game. I thought I was, I thought I was going, I was going hard when I was in DC, but I wasn't. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, like this really showed me, like, yo, you got to step your game up on stage, music, your everything. Yeah. You got, you got to understand how this works and be serious because a lot of times. You think you're doing music, but no, nah, you're not really doing music. You're playing with it. You know yeah. what I mean? You think you're serious, but you, yeah. you, you're acting like a hobbyist. But when yeah. I got here, I got real serious. New York could do that to you. N- Napoleon, can you give a specific example? And if, if you have names you don't want to mention, that's okay. But can you, like, wh- when you when you got there, like, wh- what happened? Like, what what kind of, like, beat you in the head and you're like, oh, shit, this is, this is different. I got to switch my shit up. Well... It, it it it's it, it wasn't it wasn't really about switching my shit up. It was just about learning fast. You know what I'm saying? Like I got I got I got it. I got to get up to speed. 
You know what I'm saying? I was already, you see what what it was is that, I when I think about New York, on the flip side, like, let's say I would be in D.C. Let's say I would get through a show in D.C. or even an open mm-hmm. mic, right? Okay. I would just do my song and like, yeah, you know, I get my daps after the thing or whatever, but nobody really cared. One thing that was different in, in New York and Brooklyn, when I would step on that stage, there's a few cats that, that, that knew I was dope and they were like, yo, they would, they would like slide me in and show and I would do my thing. I really just flipped the room over. You understand what I'm saying? They were like, oh, mm. This this dude this dude is he's not your average cat and, okay. and they, they they recognized that really quick about me and that's how I got I started getting love and started getting connected with a lot of people fast okay because they were like it was unanimous like this kid is nice I could if I didn't believe in myself in DC I borderline would have could have thought I was garbage the whole mm. time oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. because it's like. It, it, and, and I don't blame it on people in D.C. I just think we're not, we weren't used to seeing people make it. So you can see somebody nice, but you're like, man, you, you're just going to end up just getting older and never doing nothing. Mm. But New York, they see people go from point A to point to point B. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So they can see somebody that's no, that, that nobody knows that just got talent. And then like two years from now, they're traveling around the world, which oh. kind of happened with me. Yeah, interesting. So, so it's more it like an awareness also. thing. Like, like just I, 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 a, it's like an awareness thing on both sides. Like, and then like a confirmation, you know, like, damn, like, you know, I, I stepped off stage. I remember one time I was in Brooklyn at this spot. I forgot the name of the spot. I think it's called Public Assembly. And I had this this joint and I, I had written and recorded this joint when I was living in Maryland. But I would do it at shows where I was, I was rocking on Broken Language Beat with Smooth the Hustler. Hmm. And, um, uh, and, there was the people from the boot camp click up in the joint and I got off stage and General Steel from Smith and Wesson stepped to me and was like, Yo, dude, yo, you had the you had the room room rocking with you. Mm, I'm like, nice. Wow, like yeah. okay, so I'm getting acknowledged by these cats and nice. I know they're not gassing me, you know what I'm saying? Right. There's a lot of people going on there. So it gives you a little bit of a boost to get a positive feedback. Cause if you constantly going through in a city where like nobody's really not getting any momentum or whatever your efforts you're putting in, you, you're yeah. gonna end up like be feeling drained, you know? Right. Yeah. So it, it is a fact that if you if you if you're good and you get a chance to to do something in New York, you can get some instant gratification from that shit. Mm. You never know who's gonna be out there. Um yeah. of course New York is is kind of stuck in their ways, but if they fuck with you, they fuck with you. So that that I, I I've always appreciated that about New York. For sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's pros and cons everywhere you go. Oh yeah. But one thing they know is that they recognize talent and and, and uniqueness, and they respect like craftsmanship. No you doubt. know where some like like I said, where I was coming up in DC the whole time. I, I mean, I I knew I had something. Don't get me wrong. Like you know, I know I knew I was nice, but it was I wasn't getting it back like that yeah mm. you know what i'm saying yeah, I, and i and I, it, I think it was just life telling me like yo you get you move get out of there get yeah, out of yeah. your comfort zone man like yeah. because i used to I, I used to think ass backwards i was like i was thinking i'm gonna work on my i'm, I'm gonna make my music put i'm gonna put out my music and then my buzz would be so big where i'm gonna have to move to dc la or atlanta or some like a major hub mm-hmm. but yeah Don't one come day to i this woke up with like yo 
I gotta move myself. Like that, the music is not gonna come and knock on my door. Hey, it's time to leave now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's right, like, right. dude, go ahead and make that move if you really, if you really feel like you're that good. That's real. And I did it. That's real. You so know the, what I mean, Napoleon, and, and, is, and it's the best thing I did. That's what's up. Is that why there's such a gap between, uh, I guess, what is your first full length and and I guess the, what the first volume of Steeler's mixtape? Yeah, that that's really really perceptive of you. Okay, actually, yeah, because my first release, uh, Awakening, it came out actually when I moved to New York, but I, it was something that I had been recording already. You know what I'm saying? And gotcha. so, like the first half of the songs were made like in in Maryland, PG County, and the other half was when I moved to Brooklyn, and then I put it out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Because quick, when I moved to New York, within a few months. I was already put in contact with, uh, you know, Sean Price, rest in peace. And rest we did a peace. song, did a video. I put out the album. Then what happened was things were going so fast. And, and you know, my name started ringing bells. I started doing a lot of shows. I ran into uh, Crazy DJ Bizarre. We started doing shows all over the West Coast and L.A. And okay. you don't even see, like, things go so fast. I had to wake up and like, yo, man, it's been two years since I put out anything. What am I doing? Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I just I got caught up being on the road and just just dealing with that, like getting to to really know how to perform and rock crowds and dealing with that part that I forgot the whole like yo I need to put projects together and also a lot of people wanted features and I was like happy go lucky everybody would get a verse from me so I got like hundreds of verses out there yeah and then but I'm like yo I gotta learn how to say no and just work on my stuff and that's when Steelers Mixtape 1 and 2 came out yeah I I think that's how I got familiar with you is I just started seeing you popping up fucking everywhere I was just like who the fuck is this guy (laughs) (laughs) dude you you were on me like every week you know because we we go through, huh? This, this podcast has been around since what, 2015 or so, yeah. makes, right? Yeah, yeah, 2015. And, um, and yeah, I just remember like, you know, every week when we're kind of, you know, sifting through the joints that came out this week, I'm just like, golly, man, like this guy, like one day you just like started popping up everywhere. I, I'm like, what, what is going, what is yeah. going on here? So, no doubt. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's interesting. I was curious about, you know that if that was the reason to kind of you know for for the gap, it makes a lot of sense. So, so what made you do steal this mixtape? Like, did you well, did you plan um, to have so many volumes, or or, or did you think it was kind of be a thing? No, what, what happened was um, I knew I wanted to do something, so I didn't really I, I didn't really have the idea. And I, my, my, me and my boy Brian, he's just he's not a music guy, but he he's a hip hop head. And we always talk about music and. and He's one of them dudes that he 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 bumping instrumental albums like Jay Dilla albums in his, in his speakers and he he was always like yo you sound great to this and he had like such a good ear so he w- he was actually kind of like like sending beats to me and it's like producers I wouldn't hear like honestly I wouldn't even I didn't even know too much like obscure Jay Dilla stuff like Madlib Honora all these things and he's like yo you sound good and he'll send mm-hmm. me like weird beats like the dxx people i don't even know who they are and <laughs> i would just make songs mm-hmm. and i ended up just recording and i'm like like i'm you know i record like i don't know i'm kind of like a binge recorder like when i start writing i can't stop and by the time i put out still this mixtape one what people didn't know is that i already had two was already finished so it's like 
Mm. It's like, so I put it out like three months. I waited three months till I put out the other one. But what happened was after that also, I went on a tour because uh, this guy overseas, Architect Neek, he was like, yo, he wants to bring me out on tour. He likes my project. And he was surprised because once he started going to promoters, he was like, yo, these people know you. Like, they want you out there. So we was done through five shows. It turned out to be like 14 shows. That's my crazy. first time oh, out. Oh, shit. All right. So in last year, 2017 was so crazy. That's why I didn't put out nothing last year, mm. <laughs> and like mm. I'm making up for it now. You, you know, was what I'm working. That's that. You ain't you ain't have a, a chance to get somewhere and sit down and record a little bit. You was out there doing the shit. Well, yo, I went yo from Silas Mixtape tour. I did 14 shows. It was so crazy. I, I had 13 shows, right? I went home to Brooklyn. This happened, right? I went home to Brooklyn after my last 13 show was in Belgium. Uh, I think two days later, I get another call from France for a festival, hip-hop session festival, and they're like, yo, we want you to perform this weekend. So so <laughs> by that night, I was already Man. back on a plane to go back to Europe Man. just to do that That's big crazy. show. And That's it was with life. J. Rule, Beat Nuts, Black Milk, Odyssey. Damn. And like, so then after, it was so crazy. I, I got on Static Selector show on Sirius. Then DJ Eclipse got me on. Yeah. Then I got booked to the Essence Festival in New Orleans. Wow. And then I got on Sway in the morning. Then I got on Fox 5 TV in D.C. And like, like and it, just, it was just a snowball effect. And that's also why last year, like, I didn't put out a project, too, because it was like a hell of a year where it was like I was constantly... I was not home. Dude, we talking to traveling. a major celebrity tonight, man. Like, <laughs> like, hey, man, peek out the window right quick. Is paparazzi outside your house right now? Like, is, is TMZ got you staked out right now, dude? Like, you got to be careful, yeah. man. Yo, I didn't, I didn't understand it myself. Because, like, yo, you, you, I'm saying, uh, DJ John, though, like, like, I'm, you see what still this mixtape content was like. I, yep. I would have never phantom. I could get booked for the Essence Fest doing that. Right, right, music. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it it kind of blew my mind. Yeah, well, Essence man, Festival, be... man. Rappers on the Essence Festival come out barefoot on stage, burning incense. <laughs> With, you know, well, uh, maybe he was. Nah, maybe. he wasn't doing that. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. The footage is on YouTube. Y'all can check it out. <laughs> I, was, I, I was, I was, I was fully clothed. That's uh, what... I was, I was spitting bars. Nah, you know what they like is I had a song that was called Black Privilege on right. uh, Still Mixtape too, and I think they really connected to that because you up. know Essence Fest. It's a lot of black people. It's a lot of that, you know, sure. upliftment and stuff. And I, not I think only like that, that not only that, but they cater to black women and and women of color. You know what I'm saying? So I was trying to For connect sure. the dots there, but you just you just laid it out. You had one particular song that fit the criteria. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That's yeah, there's got to be Napoleon. There's got to be something with your music, man. With, with, with all the kind of uh, your, your background from you know being East African to the you know the the the, the roots in France. Like, there's got to be something that just you know oozes out of your music that has that connection overseas like that because it's not just that. That's just I mean to, to be to, to drop steal this mixtape and 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 get a run like that off you know, a project like that is kind of unheard of, man. I mean, yeah. that's, 
That doesn't happen very often, at least in my opinion. That's pretty wild. Dude. Yeah, you got it, homie. You got it. Yo, I did. I did. I didn't expect it. You know, and I don't think. I don't think a lot of people expected it. It is just um, me too. I was just like, yo, this is this is really a mixtape. It's just not like you know what I mean. It wasn't. It was. I'm I'm jacking beats from from different producers yeah. and, and and just rhyming. But I, I, I but to my defense, I pro when I do these mixtapes, I approach them like an album. You right, know what I mean? Right, I really right. do. I'm not I'm not just like freestyling over the beats and then next song, you know, and just talk about nothing. I'm like I, I really. I think I, I put a lot of my of my experience, my life, and social commentary in a lot of my music. I yeah. think people kind of connected with that a little bit. And that's just a testament to the evolution of the mixtape. I remember the, the first mixtape me and the homie did. It was straight Jack and Beats and, yeah. and me, you know, I had some verses on deck and I and I used for that. And it turns out that a lot of those verses ended up making it on my actual album. Right. And I never forget <clears throat> we had an album release over at uh over at Apache. And this one chick, I don't know who this bitch was, pardon my language, not really. I don't know who this bitch was, but she took it upon herself after every joint that I did. Oh, he did that on the mixtape. I was like, like, you know what I'm saying? Not really, because everybody was looking like, yo, could you like shut up? Like, he killing shit right now. But it's like, like I said, it's just a testament to the evolution of the mixtape, because now, just like you said, artists are dropping mixtapes, and they're being looked at and treated as albums. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mixtapes are getting nominated for major awards. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. You know, Absolutely. that shit is wild. Yeah. You know, you know what I think it is too is that, like you said, there's a definite, that's a definite evolution because I think years back, like, you could actually just have a, a dope freestyle that you killed over somebody's beat. Mm-hmm. And sometimes some people were getting buzzed and even signed off that. Big time. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, Big yeah. time. It took a little little. I think nowadays it's like it takes a lot more yeah. you know, for people to really be yeah. noticed. It's like, yeah, okay, you nice. You you you, spit, you went off on this one, but it's not enough because yeah. it's happened over and over and over again. And now it's like, yo, can you make a project? Can you do this? And it's like like the the stakes and the, the bar is like set higher and higher. Not saying yeah. that people are better now than before, but it's like I feel like the music is such, so much more accessible to everybody because the studios is less expensive and everything. It's like you got you got to step it up a little bit. People don't want to just hear you spit on on uh, hypnotized by Biggie and and, right, and right. everybody's gonna go crazy over you. Like you know what I mean? Right. I tell you what, man, it's this Afro Street though, dude. It makes if you haven't heard it, I'll play play something for you in a, in a little. Oh, bit. Oh, we got we're gonna play something. I tonight, tell you right? what, it's, this dude Napoleon. I mean, I, if you think you've been burning up those, burning up burning up those international ma- miles, man, I don't think you understand what's <laughs> about to hit. You know what, what's about to hit Thanks, you in bro. the head, dude. Because I mean, f- for someone to pull off what you pulled off uh, is not easy. But it's also super. Uh, it's super smart, man. I mean, for to to be doing like the like the gutter underground shit that you've been doing, and then pull off Afro Street, man, <coughs> dude. I yeah, don't know. And, 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 and you know, I'm not gonna say I, there wasn't a part of me that was nervous. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew people were gonna be like, "What? Wait, what happened?" You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Like, because they will be. Street, the, the, yeah, they the will the be. Tape. Yeah, of course. 
like 30 days ago, I put out still this mixtape three, like April. And now I'm coming with this. And this is like, what is he? You know, but yo, I'm, I'm so confident in the fact that like you guys, the world hasn't heard a rapper rap like that over these beats. That's right. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. like these people that have done certain things and like that, but I'm rapping a different way to these beats. I got a different pocket and I'm comfortable in it because like, Unless you really know me, like know me, know me, like you're my boy, you grew up with me or something, you know I could do stuff like that. But like I right. said, what I've shown the world, they have no idea. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. I I, so, I, 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 I wasn't surprised, but I was. I was surprised at how cohesive the thing sounds and um, the different sounds you came with. And uh, it didn't sound forced at all, man. I, I I can't front. I was a little worried. I was like, oh, no, I, what's this going to be like? You know, <laughs> I, I saw the little world music designation. Yeah. I'm like, man, what is this fucking, what is this guy? What, what am I about to listen to here? Man? Man. But uh, yeah, you, that, that, you world mu- that world music tag can, can make you wonder like, what, a, what am what I about is going to, on? Yeah. What is That's this? ballsy Napoleon. I mean, you, you just, you, you, you straight just labeled as world music. Didn't it didn't even slap hip hop or rap on it, man. You know, I used to do that yeah. on uh I used to do that on on um MySpace and and like uh early SoundCloud shit. Like when you want to put a genre on your shit, you put I world used to music. Put world Did music. you? <laughs> shit. Cause it's it's hip hop, it's universal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we wanna we wanna have a play on words, like yeah. honestly, yeah, yeah. this shit is world music. Yeah, yeah, words. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like you know, a few a few you know, Afrobeat artists that I collaborate on there, you know, they're doing world music. So yeah. I knew exactly yeah. what it was. Like, yeah. this is a lot of these things. As much as I listen to hip hop, I listen to music like that. So I, I knew what I wanted to hear and I knew how I wanted to come off. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, at, I'm, I'm getting crazy feedback off the gate, which I was like, I didn't know what to expect from people, but um, I'm glad I did it. You know, I'm That's really, dope. really happy that I took that step because, yo, that, Knowing that is understanding me. And then when you refer back to the other music I do, I think you'll get a better picture of why I talk like that, why I say things like that, why mm-hmm. I put rhymes together like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because sometimes you can't really see the difference because you're hearing like a boom bap or underground beat. But then when you hear this and you go back to my other rhymes, like, oh, okay, I see, I see he thinks the way he thinks about rhymes and stuff is a little different. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes from my background, you know. So it's from it's the way I speak, the way the way we move. I got I got a different pocket, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Let's go back a little bit. Like like, um, how do you how do you come into being all in on the music tip? Like, is somebody in the family, your mom or dad, or, or uh, a family member or something like that? Like, how did you how did you get into this? Not, not, not at all. Actually, that that that's part of the question you asked earlier. That's an extended part of it. When you were like, "How is it growing up in an African household?" Yeah, <laughs> growing up in that type of house, it's not very encouraged to do music mm. or to do sports. Or mm. if you want to be a cook, they'll be like, "Nah," you know what I mean? They'll be like, "Yo, go to school, get Academics. a job." You know what I'm saying? At, at, at a, in a company, in an office, yeah, work or something hard. like that's more prestigious. Yeah, you know. Like from from their aspect, think from an African's perspective. Oh, he works at a he he works at an accounting firm. You know, he he he, he does this, and you like you go back to Africa, and then you tell, well, yo, what, what, what's uh, Napoleon doing? And they're like, oh, he's doing music. They're like, what? 
Right. <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he on drugs? He's like, what's wrong with him? He messed up his life? Like, what's going on? What happened to him in America? So it, it was something that I was kind of doing in the crib, not in secret, you know, like, trust me, like, many nights my mom was like, yo, you go to bed, like, you're making too much noise. But I don't think they realized how how serious I was about doing that. And, right. you know, it came to a point where I'm just like, man, fuck it, man. Like, this this is what suits me. This is how, and you know, coming to New York was one thing because that was a decision. But I remember, and I always tell this story, like I went to SOBs in, in Manhattan, which is a classic spot. Shout out to SOBs. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, KRS-One had a show. And KRS-One, you know, his shows are kind of like you going to church, you know? Absolutely. And oh, yeah. I know firsthand. Talking, it's like a sermon. He was like, yo, hip-hop, you know, with his voice, he's so charismatic. You can live off this hip-hop. He was like preaching, but so passionate. And yeah. I felt like he was talking to me. He's like, yo, if you do this well, you if you master one thing real well, and for me, it's like, you know, being an MC and a rapper, you could get everything out of life. And he's like, yo, you know what? If you got a job, I know I shouldn't say that. If you got a job, quit. <laughs> Only so Chris can that, say like, some shit like serious. that <laughs> and mean it. But Only you know Chris. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Two months later, I quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> you drank the goddamn Kool Aid. I ain't mad at yo, you, he, dog. He got me, but I ain't you know mad what? At and you. then it's been it's been like over. It's been almost four years now. I've just been doing this music, and I've, I've traveled around the world. I've put out so many projects. I, I've so many. So many great experiences that I I I, I attribute to hip hop now, That's like in my up. life that enriched my life. That's what's right. up. Good for you, man. That's hey, man, dope. you uh you mentioned uh briefly mentioned Atlanta earlier, like probably in passing or whatever. But do you do you have ties here? Have you been here? Like I'm I'm leading up to a question. Sure. Uh, actually, I was just there in A3C. Uh, I performed. I performed okay. at, a, at a bar called the Earl. It was like yeah. me, Bishop Lamont. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jones, that's right. You were down here. I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't get out to that yeah, show. Yeah. I, I rocked out. I rocked out. It was a dope show. So I was there for like four or five days. Okay. And, um, I, you know, I have a few friends here and there, you know, at Atlanta, but I had a good time. I like ATF. That's what's up. I'm leading up to the question of um, you possibly being signed with Raekwon back in 2012. And um, I know I know during the 2012 years, Ray was based in Marietta, GA. Uh, so I was mm. wondering if you had some ties there. Or is that is that a, a, a typo or what, what's the deal with that? No, I think I think it was it was misconstrued. Like it was a I was living in Maryland at the time, and till this day, like I haven't met Raekwon, but my boy, like like a great friend of mine, knew his brother, uh, Don Perignon, mm-hmm. and uh, and he linked up a feature with me and him. Okay, and uh, we we ended up we got it done real quick, and that came on my first album, Awakening, and as we was promoting the feature. Uh, Raekwon had gave, like, we asked Raekwon, like, can you give us something, like, you know, like a quote or something that we could use, you know, when we promote the song, and he gave us, like, a, an official quote, 
And so the articles, like it was on like Vlad TVs on different different things, SOAH, different blocks, and they were like the Raekwon co-signs, newcomer Napoleon, the legend. Oh, okay. And I think some people thought it meant he signed me. No, they say he just co-signed me. You know, gotcha. he just said that I was dope. Gotcha. So, gotcha. but nah, we we never. I didn't. I haven't even met him to this day. Yeah, honestly, I'd rather had a co-sign. So that was a good look. You know what I mean? That was a great look, actually. For so, real. And Napoleon, you, you were so busy in 2017. When did you have time to record all these projects that have already dropped this year? Because you've had four or five projects drop in the past five or six months, right? Yo, quick short answer to that. Yo, my pen game different, bro. Mm, like, okay. my, pen, my, my pen game different. Like, I, I, yo, a lot of this stuff you're seeing now, yeah, that you... It, 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 let's say I, I was recording while during 2017, but honestly, it was towards the end of the year after A3C where I really started churning stuff out. Like okay. it started with the Tupac mixtape, Tupacrypha. I did that. Five, I recorded all the songs for that in five days. You know, I just put it out okay. because it just the idea just came to me. Like it wasn't premeditated. I never thought I'm gonna do a Tupac mixtape. What the hell is that? You know what I mean? It's just I, I messed. You know, I was walking around and, and and recorded a song over the pain beat because I always liked that. And then I was like, why stop? Like I said, I be binging. And I'm like, oh, let me just find another beat. Boom, let me do another song. And I'm like, damn, I got like 11 joints. Like let me put out a Tupac project. And I do it. There's still this mixtape. What I want to do is still this mixtape. I start writing it and I knock it out. Mm. Apple Street, same thing, man. I just I just pile in songs and just put them out. I don't mm. stop. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> so what are you working on right I now, man? Record, I just record, and then when something looks like it's a project, I put it out. That's oh, what's okay. up. All right. That's not a bad um, process either. Not a bad that's, process That's just how all. I do it, man. Yeah, that's good. I like that shit. Because I never, I, I, I never know what I'm going to do. Like, the way me, it's like, I never know what I'm going to do. Like, I just sit down. I, I something throws, somebody throws something at me, or I, I, I find something. And, and then I come up with it right right there on the spot. Like, I'm really on a, a very on-the-spot type dude. I'm not like a very... Um, you know, I, I don't I don't take like a week to write a verse, you know what I'm saying? It's like whatever you see is probably, you know, what I what I did right after I heard the V. Gotcha. Napoleon for, who's, for most for like ninety percent of my stuff. Gotcha. Napoleon, who's who's kind of like your extended uh extended kind of uh crew or kind of family? Like you mentioned uh Bizarro, you mentioned Duck Down a little bit. Um yeah. d- digging through, you know, some things, you know, getting ready for tonight. I saw Venomous uh, mentioned a few times. We played a, a number of his joints on the show. Like, who you kind of who you kind of running with and collaborating with regularly these days? Like, who who, you, um, who do you fuck with? These 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 days, I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff like on my solo stuff. But with they, crazy DJ Bizarro, he had a, a a group since the '90s called the Dysfunctional Family, mm-hmm. and. Like the name says, very dysfunctional. But they, I was welcome and I, and I was inducted, invited in the group. You know, when I came to Brooklyn, for pretty fast. He seen me one day on stage. Actually, what happened? I went to a show just to watch them, mm-hmm. and a few of the rappers didn't show up. And he was like, "Yo, you want to come up?" And after that show, he asked me to be in the group because you know I, I, we just rocked out. Yeah. And then for people like Venomous. I ended up going after I did my first Dillish mixtape tour. 
went on another tour in Europe with Venomous, just just on some collab stuff. Like let's let's go together. So he we did some shows together. He had some other dates. I had some other dates. So in like it was August last year, we went on tour. So he I actually got to know him on that tour because before gotcha. I knew who he was, we met a few times, but I didn't really know. Gotcha. And apart from that, man. There's a lot of people from the scene, you know, a lot of Brooklyn scenes, boot camp click. I I was I'm I'm cool, real cool with, with most of them. You know what I'm saying? Like General Steele is like a mentor to me. Sean Price was like always looked out for me and, and always like he man, he I did a song in a video with him that that was really a big thing for me with people yeah. to know who I was. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm for I'm forever, you know, indebted with him, you know what I'm saying? And so there's a lot of different cliques here and there. Like there's Bankai fam in New York, uh, in Brooklyn too, that, that I do a lot of stuff with. There's a lot of people, man. That's what's up. Yo, Napoleon, um, walk walk us through your experience at um, the 40th anniversary of Rocksteady. Um, yeah, I've that's heard, a good one. I've heard mass amount of stories about the, the Rocksteady anniversaries and things. Never had a chance to... To, to go to one or be a part of one. Um, kind of tell us what your experience was like with that. Well, another great highlight from last year, you know what I'm saying? Um, when 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 I was told I was booked for that, you know, I, I was like, man, this is history. And not only was it, it, it is history because that was the last one. They're not doing it like that no more. That mm. the 40th. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen this year, but it's not, it's not going to be like it used to be. It was in, Central Park on summer stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a beautiful day. You know what I mean? It was just like you going backstage and, and you see all these legends. You see, you know, Havoc. You see um, Pro- uh, uh, nah, um, Havoc from my deep. That was a show for Prodigy. DJ Premier. Yeah. Uh, R.A. The Rugged Man. All these dudes. And it was just, it was just so hip hop. I don't know how, you know, it sounds real cliche when I say that, but it was just like, there was a vibe to the event where, you know, the crowd, like, they get it. Sometimes you, you, you get some crowds and you're like, man, they don't really get it. But these ones, it's like when I was, like, barring out on the stage, they was really they was really feeling it. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, that whole event was surreal. Just to be part of that, I felt like it was another, like, notch on my belt. Like, oh, damn, okay. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm quickly becoming an official. You know, this is another strike, you know? Yeah. That's a big deal. I went to One Rock Steady, which was uh shit, it was summer of ninety eight. Oh or shit. summer of ninety nine. Was it ninety nine or ninety eight? Let's see, when did I move to Atlanta? That was that was two thousand, so it had to be summer of ninety nine. Wow. And uh, I'll never forget it because it was exactly like he just he just described it. It was just so fucking hip hop, it was ridiculous. Like yeah. that, like there's fucking cool hurt. And then, 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 then here's like all the new guys that are out at the time, right? And that was heavy fat beats era, right? So arsonists right, right, right. were there, and yeah. all the Fondlem cats, and like yeah. all those guys. But what I'll, I'll never forget this: the 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 biggest deal at that time was most Def was there, mm. and he was there with oh, his wow. he was there with his wife, and with his kid, and he had on a he had on like one of those like um. Uh, you know, you know, like when you see uh people put those backpacks on and like they they carry their kids on them when they hike. Yeah, yeah. That's what he had on, and when he performed, <laughs> he did the show with his kid yeah, on his in back. The, on his back. Yeah. In the- <laughs> dope, Crazy. so dope. ill, man. It dope. was so ill, but That's it was dope. just like that, and it was 
Napoleon, remind me where they normally held that, uh, where they where they held the 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 anniversary because it wasn't in Central Park. It was somewhere in the Bronx or something, wasn't it? Oh, uh, was it? Like there's some mistakes. Sometimes it's Katrina Park. I think in the Bronx, it's different places where there's some mistakes. Yeah, it, 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 it used to. It used to vary. This is the first time I've been to it. Yeah. yeah okay. It yeah. used to vary. I know. Um, I know one year it was at some pier in New York and. Oh, you're right. It yeah, was. They, yeah, they they had different locations. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that was an L. Um, man, Damn, that was an L I don't experience. think I ever heard that story. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I never talked to. No, you that about was that. the that was that was the same. That was the summer when I uh, that same trip actually. That's when I ran into Rock Raider and Sinister and Eclipse and Fat Beats. Remember that story? I told you how. Our Raider was cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, like Raider yeah. came up to I me like yeah. Raider came up to me out of nowhere and just shook my hand and was yeah. just like, "How you doing?" And yeah. just chopping it up with it. Dope. It was that same trip. Dope, dope. Yeah, that's what's so, up. I'll never forget that. We yeah, were rolling. We were going. Raider. I met him too. He was cool. Oh man, that, talk about a good dude, man. I mean, yeah, what a great guy. I'll never forget that trip too because we were going somewhere because I, I was with E. I went oh, up there to shit. hang out with E, and we were going somewhere. Was we were We were going. I can't remember where we were going, but we were in his busted ass Volvo going somewhere. And the the door, the door to the Volvo wouldn't shut. You had to hold that. We had to get duct tape out and hell duct tape that nah. motherfucker. Yo, and it was hot as hell. I mean, this is fucking July, man. So in it New is New York. Yeah, it is hot as yeah, balls. And oh man, blazing. The windows are down. It's yeah. fucking air conditioning didn't work. Yeah. Anyway, that's good times, man. <laughs> Damn, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I went back. I'm in the time machine right now, That's Napoleon. I'm sorry for the come I'm back. Sorry. Come I'm back, John. Come back. I'm sorry for the side the interview right now. Come back. <laughs> anyway, but it was man. It was like super hip hop. It was like hip hop, like fucking like just on steroids, on full tilt, and the real shit. I mean, yeah. like the real cornerstone. Yeah. shit. You yeah. know, like right there, man. Oh, you seen Cool Hurt? Yeah, he was right. He was right there. That's crazy, crazy man. Fucking wild. Anyway, yeah, that's man. that's dope, Napoleon. You but got that, to shut that, it down that, like that, that. That's also what that that's also what you get exposed to when you're in New York. You go to these parties. Like, yeah, I remember the first time I seen Kohark at a, like a Tony Tony uh, Tony Touch party. Mm. And I was like, damn, it's crazy. And it really that reality kind of hits you. Oh, and, New York it, is the New York is the joint, man. Yeah, right. New York is a yeah. joint, especially for hip hoppers. Like I never did rock steady, but I did CMJ a couple of times. Oh, yeah. and that was the yeah. realest. That was the realest shit for me. Like, just imagine being at the day party where, um, your man, um, Cas Casanova is the host. Oh shit, that's right. And he yeah. got on all white, like a white blazer, <laughs> white button down, white pants, white sneakers, and he hosting the shit. And he two feet away from me. And I'm like, man, I'll slap the shit out of somebody right now, man, if they tell me to get up out of here. Like, like it don't New York, New York could do it for you, man. I'm I'm sorry. Like, I've been on the West Coast. I, I did some major things out on the yeah, West Coast. Yeah. But New York will yeah, put some, you right shit. where you wanna fucking yeah. be, man. Shouts out to shit. NYC, man. Shouts out to the West Coast, yeah. all that shit, man. And Napoleon, you did the right thing, man. I, I know you've already figured that out by now, but you did the right thing going up there, dude. Yo, I, I tell everybody, I think it's the best thing I've, I've I've ever done, the best decision, because it's just a decision I took. I, to be perfectly honest with you, one night, I couldn't sleep. I was in Maryland. I couldn't sleep. And I had a conversation with somebody 
a random conversation. It was a it was a it was a girl I was talking to at the time. She was like, "You should be in New York, mind you." She was saying that because she, you know, she we was messing around, and she was like, "Yo, it would be more convenient because she was living in New York at the time." <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> but the, 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 but the, the but the gods of the universe, like like it hit my brain in a different way. It was like I felt like, damn. This, this is like an angel telling me something right now. I should be in New York. And I took it for a face value of a statement. Mm. And honestly, the next few days, I just didn't feel good. Something didn't feel right. And I was in that, in that, that, that saying kept going in my head. And then I was like, yo, I'm going to move to New York. And people were saying I was crazy. My friend like, yo, you don't know people there. It's expensive. What you going to do? Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yo, man. That motherfucker anything, is right expensive. That shit is expensive. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. And I never looked. I never looked back. I think the only place more expensive than that is Cali. Like seriously, I, I bet. Yeah, I bet. That's what's but up. Like I said, it, it's like you got to be on your A game out here, and 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 I, I happen to be. I I put my best foot forward every day. Word. That's what's up. Damn. So what's around the what's next for you, man? I mean, you've already had a hell of a year. We're not even halfway through the year yet. Like, what? What can you talk about? Anything you're working on, or you just you just lay lay I low mean, and I, keep I, firing? I, I, I give you, I give you an exclusive. You know, since this is the Southern Vanguard, because right. you know, I had I had a policy for a long time. Like, I don't like to to, to uh, telegraph my moves. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like to just drop things, and people like like Afro Street. Nobody, yeah. ever, nobody accepted expected that in the whole world. Even my friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't. I'm very secretive. But since I'm a Southern Vanguard, yeah, I got still this mixtape four is done. You know what I'm saying? So that's in the chamber. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna blast off with that. I got some other projects I'm working okay. on. Like I got, I got, I got several projects done. Let's put it like that. But All still right. this mixtape four, anticipate that it's more of that, more of that stuff. But they're never exactly the same. You know, I got more stories. I'm cataloging my whole life. So this year I'm gonna paint like this giant mosaic, and every single project, uh, uh, Path of a Warrior, DJ Doom, Still Mixtape Three, Afro Street, Still Mixtape Four, all everything that's coming after is gonna paint like a huge mosaic, and then y'all gonna get the story. You know what I mean? Beautiful. Oh. All right, oh. and Napoleon, you hit us off with an exclusive actually from Steal This Mixtape Four, right? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Tell uh, us about that joint, my boy, Richie Chappelle. Yeah, oh, uh, Gigantic shit. Egos featuring my boy from New Jersey, uh, Rasheed Chappelle. It was like we had collaborated uh, before once, and you know I just wanted to do it again because we we just got such an effortless like chemistry together. And uh, yeah, I mean y'all gonna hear it first on Southern Vanguard. Yes, you know what sir, I mean? Meeks is a big Rasheed Chappelle fan right now. Yo, yo he's a big fan. I, I got to add, hold up. I gotta get. I got yo. Have you heard the first brick shit? Yeah, for sure. <sighs> is, is it? It's not out yet, right? No, it's not out. Yo, but, no, not out but, yet. But, but you've heard it. Yo, Rasheed got one. He yo, got one. Like, he I cannot. I think that's my most anticipated. Yo, the 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 Instagram shit they had two three weeks ago, where everybody was yeah. reposting that shit yeah. and sharing that shit. Yo, that shit had me all the way fucked up. Like, <laughs> I cannot wait to hear that. And you've heard the whole shit. Now, I heard, I heard parts. Of you it. heard parts. I didn't hear the whole thing. 
Is it? Yeah, like is it's, it, a, it's a super banger. It, 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 it's <laughs> yo. He got yo, one. Shout out to Rashid Chappelle and, and Kenny Dope, man. Year. That shit, I can't wait to hear that shit, man. I'm looking forward yeah. to that, man. Peace to Kenny Dope. I thought Rashid Chappelle left a message on, on Instagram early this year. It was like, yo, this year I'm taking mine. He, he wasn't playing, man. Like, <laughs> Every now and then, man, you just got to let it be known, Word. man. <laughs> Napoleon, how do you know Rashid? He, he, he meant it. <laughs> How do you know Rashid? What, what Just, how do you know Rashid? Uh, well, oh, Rashid. Yeah. Well, um, we 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 were asked to, to feature on a song by um, uh, Steph Dash Nash, which is a, a, a Canadian uh, lady. Yeah. Uh, shout out to her. You know her. what I'm saying? And and she put us on on joint on the joint. She's a big fan of both of us. Okay. And from then on, like we just started talking, and and we had a lot in common, man. He's a he's a He's an ill dude, man, and he's a good guy. He's always supportive and everything like that. Then we ended up meeting. Actually, we met on uh, 2016 when DJ Eclipse had his final show on, on radio, not on Sirius, but when he had the, the show in WNYU. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They, he did like a big cypher and yeah. he invited yeah. me. Oh, oh, that's dope. She there too, because he he and Rasheed was invited there too. That was the first time we met in the flesh. That's dope. Yo, I'm going out on a limb. Uh, tell Rasheed we want to talk to him, man. Let's see what we can we can make happen with that. All right, I'm gonna holler at him. Do I that, yeah, appreciate right. it, man. All right, so we're gonna rock For that. Sure. So, so if, if if you're listening to the if you heard the interview first, you need to go back and listen to episode one sixty four. One sixty four. One sixty four. Because we dropped <laughs> we dropped two episodes last week. And twice two, a week. Two mix two mixes. Yeah, uh, still. But yeah, go back week. and listen to episode one sixty four, and you can hear an exclusive off. Steal this mixtape for. Dang. Yeah. Homie. Napoleon. All Napoleon. right. So, so, so you you had the floor, man. Anything else you want to say or get off your chest? Man, get or... something off your chest. Yeah, like man, just... I I'd like I'd like to hear some vitriol right now. Like get some <laughs> like get something off your chest, man. Like we don't do this for everybody, man. The floor is yours. Oh, what, what, what you talking about? Spinning some bars, or man? Something? Nah, nah, nah. I ain't spitting no bars, man. Like, like, what, what's some shit that kind of like make your ass itch these days? You know what I'm saying? Like, irritate, <laughs> like, like a irritant to your life right now. You know what I'm saying? An irritant to my life, man. Man, honestly, man, it's man. I don't know if we all feel like that, but like. With this, with this with this political climate and all this divisiveness, mm. like the, the social media landscape, sometimes it like it like presses me down. You it's, know what I'm it's saying? It's rough, because man. It's like we we we're all complaining. I said we because I'm part of it. Yeah. You know, like, and it's just we're, it, it, it's just a fee, a, a feedback circle. Like, yo, I'm mad about this. I'm mad about this. We, we, we're like this. We hate these, and it's like. You know, almost want to shut it off, and and I'm just happy because I'm happy I could make music. So I so I'm get on my nerve. I could I could turn on a mic, I could put on a beat, and make a song and no get doubt. it out of my chest. But a lot of people don't have that type of outlet, so it's like I feel bad for people sometimes. Man. No you doubt. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, all I because can it, say, because you know, it's it's ridiculous the way the way the way everybody's disrespecting everybody it starts from the top. Word started with. Hillary and Trump, that cat, that whole cat fight. Now ev- it's like everything is a cat fight. Everything is trolling. That the shit rappers, is daily. They they get popping off by trolling everybody. Yeah. 
and it's like it, it's it's kind of whack, man. Yeah. It's kind of corny. No you doubt. Yo, I'm gonna tell you something. I've had a, a pretty spectacular uh, three weeks and counting right now, and I think I could be mistaken. But I think it all started with a Facebook purge that I did. Um, mm. I'm I'm down on like on my personal Facebook page. I'm down to like six friends, <laughs> and and that's are you, are you serious? Yeah, and that's and that's from about four to five hundred. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about over the span of however many years you seriously fuck with Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So as a result of, and and everybody got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't discriminate. Like, it's people I graduated from high school with. It's, it's, it's chicks I used to knock down. It's, it's, it's whatever. Everybody got it. But the ones that I held on to is uh, they got something to do with, with my very near future. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So I say all that to say this. Um, when you when you think about social media and how it can pull you down and kind of like bog you down on your day to day life or whatever, man, you at the end of the day you have all the power. Like I never yeah. felt so good hitting unfriend, 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 <laughs> block, 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 block. Word. Man, that shit is powerful. Yeah. And I and I didn't stop there. I took that shit. I did a little bit on IG. I I did a major purge on Twitter. Like like at the end of the day, what is that shit anyway? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Word. Absolutely. So uh, uh, especially, thing, I, did, I did. I did the same thing, but not as extreme as you. But hey man, sometimes I, I, you I had to go extreme, man. Just, yeah. Sometimes you had yeah. to go to the extreme, and then I'm I'm sitting here talking to somebody like you. Like I can only imagine the type of shit that comes to you oh, across God. social media, dude. Oh, yeah. You know I what I mean? Imagine. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. So it's wild. It's wild. I mean, I I I I I've learned to to cope cope with it and and to handle and approach things different. And not to assume and to just ignore shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't feed the trolls. I know how people do. Yeah. People will try their hand and try to, and it's just like, I just let, I just let it sit on cyberspace, man. You know, ignoring, ignoring things that don't serve me, uh, has helped me a lot. That's what's up. Yo, Napoleon, I'm glad we got a chance to talk to you no tonight, doubt. man. This no shit doubt, was man. awesome, man. That's no what's up. No, for sure, man. Yo, Napoleon, where can they, uh, um... man? I, I hope y'all not too Hollywood to, you know, like gotta hang out and stuff like that. Y'all oh, are you kidding dudes, me? Man. Dude, oh man, we, you talking to the least hip hop or whatever. Man, Hell we yeah. got some we got so many open invites out here, man. It's crazy, man. And and you know, some people take us up on it and and, and a lot don't. But if you ever, you know what I'm saying, in the city, Hell yeah. We got you. Hell yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, no I'm going to hit y'all up next time I'm up here. Hell sure. yeah. No doubt. Any, do that. Anytime, my man. Anytime. Anytime. And likewise, yeah. man, y'all come up to New York. Let, 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 let a man know. You know man. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll link up up here, too. I'm yes, dying sir. to get up top. I'm oh, dying yeah. to get out, out west. I'm dying to get overseas. <laughs> like, we, we trying to do it, man. But definitely, we get up to New York, man. Hell You'll yeah. probably be the first motherfucker I call, man. Hell yeah. So, hit me up, hit me up, my brother. Gotcha. Napoleon, where can everybody go uh, go support you, man? Like, you know, speaking of social media, like, where where can people go follow you and uh, and and you know support you, man? Let's let, we'll just leave it like that. 
uh, Napoleon D A Legend, Napoleon the Legend dot com. Mm-hmm. That's the website. You could get music there. Uh, you could get some merch. Uh, you could also, um, you know, read my bios, pictures, all that stuff, videos, all that. Then on IG and Twitter is Team NDL. So follow me, hit me up, you know, send me messages or whatever. We'll talk and everything. Unless it's crazy, I'm going to answer you back. Right. And um, <laughs> we just talked about that. Yeah, word. And uh, Facebook is Napoleon the Legend, YouTube, all that. You know what I mean? Google me same way. Cool. Yes, sir. Word. There all right. Is. So let's see. I mean, there's all kinds of shit out now, but Afro Street's out now. Yeah. Uh, Steal This yeah. Mixtape 3 is out now. Path of a Warrior's out now. Yeah. Uh, uh is out now. There's all kinds of shit out. So go go support this man. And uh, you know, watch out, world. Yeah, man. You know? It's a no real doubt, one no right doubt, here. Man. The no, year's just getting started. No yes, doubt. Now I'm on Southern Vanguard. Nothing can stop me. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it's a rap, man. <laughs> word, word. It's a rap, uh, right? <laughs> I got Southern Vanguard collection. I'm good for the year, man. You good. <laughs> there it is. There it is, man. Word. All right, Napoleon, hold tight for us. We're going to wrap this up. Yeah, man. Peace Thank you, man. you and yours, right. man. We appreciate you, man. Thank you. No doubt. Word, no word. Doubt. All right. All right, Meeks. Well, yeah, hey. Man. There you go, my brother. Great one. A great one. Good stuff. I love one. it, dude. I love yeah. this shit. Once yeah, again, a week after week, you know, it's uh super, It just gets better, extremely man. Extremely motivated. Yeah. So, so uh, we about to do 164. We about to do 164. And you we're and we're going to I know we're going to drop two man. this week. Wow. Just going to hit it. Got to keep hitting them in the head, We got to keep doing it, man. It's, Yo, real it's, quick, speaking it's of hitting them in want. the head. Yeah, real, real quick too. Um speaking of hitting them in the head, last week too, uh, actually, uh, my homie Jim from Soul Spasm. Uh, Shout out to Jim s- at Soul Spasm. He, he surprised me. So, yeah. as you guys, as you guys may or may not know, I released uh, basically an, e- an EP, if you will, a maxi single uh, at the end of March, and <gasps> uh, the instrumentals for that project actually dropped last week. Woo! So, like, I pushed it to I pushed it to Soul Spasm. And I thought it was going to be a little while, and the idea was like, you know, we'd have this week, you know, to to, to pump it and like. I sent it to Jim and it was up in less than 24 hours. So yeah. anyway, so Jim ain't fucking yeah, around. DJ John Doe, ID four wins, maxi single sessions, volume one instrumentals yeah. uh, is available now on all your digital platforms. Yeah. If you haven't heard the actual release, uh, make sure you go check out, check that, you know, Spotify, Apple music, all that shit. And, uh, you know, just get ready for volume two and volume okay. three and volume four. I'm going to be yeah. on my, my, my Napoleon, uh, Napoleon the Legend. I was about to say yeah. Napoleon Dynamite nah. shit. Nah, <laughs> we ain't doing the it like shit. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah in homie. 2018. So anyway, so yeah, so go check that. Yeah, we making moves yeah. over here. We the guard, man. Southern yes, Vanguard Radio, southernvanguard.com. Twice a week meets, twice yeah. a week dope. Yeah, yeah. We are the guard. We out. Peace. Peace.